Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifted you throughout your week. Enjoy the I, I just need more of God. And as we move forward in this, in this um, series that we've been talking about in motion, um, in this theme that we have for this, this whole year, we talked about how God, you know, how the enemy tried to steal things in 2020, but we believe in 2021, God's going to put it in motion this year. That what the enemy's stolen, God is going to restore in 2021. And we believe that for our church. We believe that for your life. That's where we're really getting into the presence of God in this 21 days of fasting and praying because sometimes people think that, you know, January is just the 13th month of 2020. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and we understand as well that just because we go into the new year is just not this magical thing that just happens that all our problems go away. Matter of fact, we have to still deal with our problems, but God gives us this, this motion that we can, can, we can live by. And the character we're going to be talking about today, um, it, I can kind of relate to but also it's kind of one of my favorite characters in the Bible, very short, um, you know, story of him, but it's so much to impact, impact in my life, but in so much that we can learn from in this thing. So today, as we move forward in this 2020 message, here, the character I want to talk about is Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee little man was he going taking you back to, you know, Sunday school. Imagine this. Being a Jewish man, living in a Jewish town, hated by your Jewish neighbors. That's where Zacchaeus was. He was hated by everyone around. I mean, he would just go to, you know, the local publics there in Jerusalem. And because, um, and you know, Jesus is all about publics. Um, and um, he, he would go and imagine the stares that he would get. And I'll explain to you why he was a hated man, because, you know, he was hated. I remember a couple, a couple, a couple months ago, about a year ago, I preached at a church in, in uh, New Jersey. Uh, my friends Jesse and Emily McKenna over there in, in New Jersey. Um, and um, the, the day before we flew out, me and my wife, to, to New Jersey to go preach, I didn't cut the grass. I didn't cut the grass. I mean, the grass was high. You know, I was very procrastinated. I didn't cut it. So my wife kept on, you know, husbands, you know, they're like, go cut, you know, do what you got to do, do what you got to do. And I didn't listen to my wife. I said, I'm the man of this house. You don't tell me what to do. And then, daddy, men, if you're single, don't ever do that, all right? Men, if you're married, let's learn, okay? Um, I said, no, 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 until the end. You know, I was like, oh, I can't cut the grass. I'm, I'm getting ready for the word, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. She's like, guess, guess what? You're a husband too. Go cut the grass. Um, I didn't cut it until that day we were leaving around. I say we were leaving around like one o'clock in the, in the, in the, uh, around one o'clock in the afternoon. And, um, but you have to get to the airport early, you know, screen checks. You got to be there early. So we were supposed to leave my house around, I think it was, um, like eight o'clock or something like that. And, and, um, but I didn't cut the grass. So when you come back, I mean, the HOA is going to, you know, put that note on your, on your um, door and everything. So she said, you got to cut the grass. I said, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Who cuts the grass? At 7 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, okay? You know? So she's like, I don't care. You should have listened to me. You go cut the grass. So I woke up early. 
I, I opened the garage, and it's like so, I never, it's never been this quiet in my neighborhood, all right? I mean, literally everybody said, there's no birds, there's no, and there's nothing. It's like you can hear a pin drop. So I wake up at 7, and, and, and I, I go outside, I open the garage, and it's like the garage is like just screaming out in like, like in the world, like, and I'm like just looking around, you know? And I, I step out, and I hear it so quiet, and I'm like, yeah, I ain't doing this. <laughs> I, I ain't doing this. So I go inside, and she's, she, I, I feel like she's waiting there. She's like, where are you going? Go cut the grass. I didn't start cutting the grass until like 7. Uh, we had to leave at 8. I left at 7.40. I started cutting the grass. I was so fearful of being that hated neighbor, waking up everybody in the morning. So, I, and so what I did is I, 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 got, I cranked a little more, and I just started going quick. I mean, I just cut, I cut that grass, which usually takes me about 30, like an hour. I cut that thing in 15 minutes. There was lines there. My dad would have been upset with me, okay? I mean, there was grass up here. and I didn't care. I didn't want to be that hated neighbor. This is where Zacchaeus was. He was a hated neighbor. It was like he was cutting grass at 6 in the morning. Hated neighbor. Why was Zacchaeus so hated? Zacchaeus was because he was hated because he was the chief tax collector. Of, of, of that area. When you have to deal with people's money, people don't like you. He was a chief tax collector. Zacchaeus was the one tax collector, but, the, but he was not only a tax collector, he was the chief of the tax collectors. And the Jews hated this Jewish man that, that used to do that because what they used to do is the chief tax collector would not only get the taxes of the land, he would overtax them because he had to get paid too. So there was not this standard. He, did, he would go and say, hey, you owe this, but guess what? You need to give me more because I need to pocket some things in my mind. So he, he, people hated him because when you have to deal with people's money and say, give it to me, they don't want to do that. So this hated man, imagine the looks that he got from these people. Imagine the conversations they had about him. Imagine the, you know, the front he had to put on, you know, a Jewish man in a Jewish town being hated by his neighbors. What? And, and the thing is, too, his name, back then, your name meant everything. And Zacchaeus' name was, his name represented the definition called the pure one. This man hated by everyone is supposed to be a pure one. And people are like, you ain't pure. You're stealing my money. So how about this? What happens when when life marks you to be pure, but you're far from it? When life marks you to be pure, but you're far from it, this is where Zacchaeus was. I couldn't imagine how lonely he felt. I couldn't imagine how how lonely he felt because of the stuff that that instilled into his job. But we look here in Luke chapter 19. We see the story of Zacchaeus and how his job, he, he wanted, all he wanted in this section of the, of the scriptures was to see Jesus. We, that was, that was his, his goal, was to see Jesus. Let's go here to um, Luke chapter 19, and then let's go to verse 1. We're just going to read this, um, this passage right fast um, as we navigate through the life of Zacchaeus. It says, he entered into Jericho. This is Jesus. He entered into Jericho to pass through. And behold, there was a, a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was very rich. All right? And he was seeking to see Jesus, um, to see who Jesus was. But at the account of the crowd, he couldn't because he was small in stature. 
So he ran ahead and climbed up a sycamore tree to see him, for he, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, hurry down, come down. Uh, I must stay at your house today. And he hurried down and came and received him joyfully. See, Zacchaeus heard about this Jesus. He heard about this. He was curious enough to, to see what he was trying, to, what was hearing. He heard that Jesus was healing the sick. He heard that Jesus was saving the lost. He was mending broken hearts. He heard about this Jesus, and he had enough faith to want to know about what all the hoopla was all about. He didn't want to really just, you know, he just wanted to see what was all about. What this Jesus, what, what this, this um, rumor or this, this thing in the crowd was all about. He just wanted to see what the whole hype was all about. And it says that Jesus was passing through from the town. He was going from, he was passing through Jericho into going into Jerusalem. But here's the thing. Jesus wasn't even supposed to stop in Jericho. He was only supposed to pass through Jericho. But when ha what happens when Jesus is only supposed to pass through, but he's really coming for your breakthrough? See, the plan was never for Jesus to stop. It was always to pass through. Side note, do not miss when Jesus is passing through. Do not miss when Jesus is passing through, when our, when, when we, if we are not focused, if we're only focused on us, if we're only focused on what we don't have, if we only focus on pointless things, we can miss Jesus passing through in our life because we're not hungry enough to see and go look for him. See, Jesus, is, the whole goal was Jesus just to go, not to stop. But there was a man hungry enough to want to see Jesus and to stop Jesus in his tracks. Are we hungry enough to try to see Jesus? Because this is where this story goes. Even though the plan was to move through, Jesus stopped to give Zacchaeus his breakthrough and he didn't even know it. All he wanted just to see about what this all about, to hear what this Jesus all about, just to see if he's even a lie. I just want to see. We see this hated man, Zacchaeus, wanted to see Jesus. And there's a progression that happened in this experience with Jesus that, that we can learn from and I believe can help us in this motion that we're going into 2021. Here's the first thing that Zacchaeus did. Number one, he went ahead. He went ahead. Zacchaeus' goal was to what? See Jesus. But there was two issues in the concept of seeing Jesus. Number one, there was a crowd. And number two, his stature. He was short. Have you ever known people that have short man syndrome? You know what I'm talking about? There's, there's the short man syndrome. They compensate everything. They buff up their chest all the time. You know, they, it's, they always have a chip on their shoulder, and they're always super extra in life because it's short man syndrome. If somebody has short man, short man syndrome here, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about somebody else because we love you here. But this is the state that Zacchaeus was in because of two lacks in his life. The shortness of his stature and the crowd that was gathering around, he couldn't really do what he wanted to do, which is what? See Jesus. 
So he had enough understanding of his weakness to plan for his blessing. We're going in now. Intro's done. We going in. He had enough understanding of his weakness to plan for his blessing. We have to look enough. We have to look at our weakness, not as blockage for the blessing, but an opportunity to move forward towards the blessing. See, Zacchaeus knew what he didn't have, but it did not detour him for what he wanted. In life, we just, we're stopped with whatever we don't have. We look at everything we don't have. We look at the stuff that we can't accomplish, and it stops us in our tracks. But Zacchaeus, not being a, a really a man full of God, he understand that his weakness was never going to deter him for what he wanted to do, which was to see Jesus. Far too much people see their lacks and, and what they do, and they cannot experience what Jesus wants to do in their life because they just don't have it in front of them, or they just look at what they don't have. Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus in his natural it wasn't going to accomplish because of his short stature. But what did Zacchaeus do? It said two little words. He went ahead. He, he said, I'm going to go ahead. I believe that there's people that are stuck in their life and their walk with Christ because they didn't go ahead in their life. What do you mean by that? I mean this. I want to forgive in my life. And God is saying, well, go ahead and do it. Well, I, I want to deal with this lust issue in my life. Okay, go ahead and set some boundaries. I, I want to, I struggle with money. Okay, go ahead and get help. Make those arrangements. Uh, my marriage is hurting. Okay, go ahead and get some counseling. See, we, we, we put these blockage of, in front of what we're supposed to do already. Zacchaeus went ahead of the crowd. He knew that his limitations was going to limit him for what he wanted. So what did he do? He planned through his weakness to go ahead to experience what he wanted to experience. We have to understand there's far too many. God, did not, he's not telling us to wait. He said just to go ahead. Do what I called you to do. If you're hurting, get help. If you're dealing with things, go ahead. You don't have to look at this miraculous thing. He just says go and do it. You have a community of people. You have resources to do it. Just go ahead. Plan for the blessing to come. We can't be stuck in waiting for life to drag us down. We wait till life drag us down. We hit rock bottom, but God says, just, just go and try. Try to be better. Do what you got. You, you have all it in your hands to do it. Just go ahead. And when you go ahead, I'll meet you where I need to meet you because I am there with you. We have to see our limitations not, and, and have boldness about life that there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel and I'm going to go ahead and experience what God has for me. I'm not going to let fear get in my way. I need to just go ahead. Zacchaeus knew that the crowd was going to be large and he knew his limitation was his height, but he didn't let him stop to see Jesus. So faith rose up in Zacchaeus' life and he went and beat the crowd. Where does faith need to come and rise up in your life? Where does faith need to rise up in your life that you can just have the faith to just go ahead? Go ahead of your, of your insecurity. Go ahead of your, of your lack. Go ahead of your, of your things that are holding you back in life. For far too long, you have been sitting, waiting. But God has said, go ahead and just go and do what I called you to do. And I'll be with you every step of the way. Say, I wouldn't even leave you nor forsake you. 
We just stop looking at the word of God as just, as just things. It's your, it's for you. It's active for you in your life. God is saying, stop sitting and just try and go ahead. Go ahead. There's no time to waste. We need to go ahead. Trust God that he's going to be with you every step. Isaiah 40, um, 41 verse 10 says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It says fear. Don't fear. Don't hold back yourself. Go ahead and see what God has for you. Don't let your lack block your blessing. Go see Jesus. See, the one thing I love about Jesus is you don't have to have it all together to go, go to him. There's this lie that the church or the world has told so many people, and I'm here to expose the lie, that you have to have it all together and then you go to Jesus. That's a lie. I read people in the Bible where they didn't have it all together, but they still found Jesus. So if you're looking to be perfect and then accept him, you're doing it wrong. He says, come and come when you're not perfect and accept me, and I will wash away your sins, and you have a fresh start in me. It's, it's all about pursuing him. So he went ahead, passed his insecurity, passed his lack, and number two, he climbed to see. He climbed to see. In the natural, he climbed to see Jesus, but, uh, but, he, could, but, but he probably couldn't see, which he probably couldn't see over the crowd. But what if there was more to the climb? What if there was more to climb? See, at surface level, he's held back by what he can't see. But at another perspective, he saw everything he wanted to see. We always are stuck in whatever perspective we look into. Let me say that again. You need to write that down. Chicka, chicka, chicka. We are always stuck in whatever perspective we look through. Let me say it like this. You either are thriving or falling. It's all attached to the altitude of your perspective. Of your perspective. When we choose to stay on surface level, we only see what's in front of us. But if I go on an airplane and I go a little higher, I see the bigger picture. But when I'm just here, all I can see is what I can deal with. But when I'm higher, I can see more in what God is doing. So what are you saying? We can only, you can only um, see your problems that you're stuck in at surface level. But when you climb out of that hole, you think a little higher, you build your confidence, you trust his word, you look past your lack, you know the plans that he has for you, you choose to just get on the climb up. And what is, seems a huge issue at surface level now seems a little smaller, a little higher. See, we, for far too long, the surface is, says stuff like this. Well, they're just against me. Surface level says, well, I just have issues. Surface level says, I just got to hold offense. Surface level says, I just can't change. That's the surface. But when you choose to elevate your thinking, I can see, I can maybe see my issue, but I see, it might seem huge now at surface level. But when I get higher, when I think of myself higher, when I look at myself through the word of God, I see things a little higher. And what is my issue at surface that is so big? Now it seems smaller because I'm here with a God that loves me, that is being with me every step of the way is thinking a little higher. He had to climb to see. He had to climb to see. 
we are stuck at surface and we're never going to see things in our life. But the climb hurts. But the climb strips me out of the way. But the climb hurts my legs because I'm carrying my pride up this tree. The climb hurts because I'm carrying my past up this tree. There is work behind your climb. Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus, but he still had issues. So he could have stopped at his lack and said, well, the crowd's there. I'm short. I'm just, I'll do it another day. But what did he do? He said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to climb and carry the things that I'm, 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 I'm carrying these things up with me because all I want to do is see him. But we see things in life. And we don't want to climb to the thing that is going to make us see what we want to see because the life is just weighing us down and we can't even take one step up the tree. It's so hard when life just bogs us down with our issues. But when we climb up, we have to just continue to, to grind it and get up there. And once we get up there, we can do and see what we came to see is a bigger, bigger picture in our life. And whatever life brings, I can take on because I can see it at a different altitude and not just at surface level. Stuff seems smaller at a different altitude. I can breathe better. I seem a little lighter. I, I see people different than I would at surface. I see my purpose a little different. I see my life a little, I see love. I see grace a little different. Because I choose to see another perspective and not just stick on my narrow-minded self. He climbed to see Jesus at a different perspective that he would never experience if he just stayed at the surface. What do you need to climb over to see Jesus clearly in your life? Some of you need to climb past a hurt. Some of you need to cl climb past an offense. They offended you years ago. You're only holding yourself back. You need to climb past your past. Your past is your past because it's back there. You have a fresh start now. How about your will? You need to climb over your will and accept his will in your life. What, you, what do you need to climb over to see him more in your life? It is quiet in here. Number three. So he, he went ahead. He climbed up. And the third thing, he climbed down. He climbed down. Here's where we need to talk about the road sign that we're going to talk about today. I didn't forget about it. I promise you. God is still speaking to me through road signs. And you thought it was done, but it's here. He showed me a crossroads sign ahead. A crossroads sign. A crossroads sign means there's an intersection ahead of the traffic approaching a left, right, and straight ahead. See, there are, thing, there are going to be moments in your life when you have a plan and it's probably not, and it's probably the plan is probably doing well, but then God intersects your plan. Like it's going great. My life is great. But then God's like, whoop! Intersection. He intersects your plan. Aren't you glad about the crossroads in life? 
when you're left with decisions that I can go right, I can go left, I can go straight, I can go back. I, I, it's all over the place. Like, you're just like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> this is where the story gets good. So Zacchaeus hears about Jesus. He went ahead of the crowd. He climbed to see better. All he wanted is to see Jesus. And then in verse 5, it says, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry down and come, for I must stay at your house today. <laughs> Here's the thing. Zacchaeus thought that he was pursuing Jesus, but in reality, Jesus was pursuing him. It said that Jesus came to what? The place. Jesus knew where Zacchaeus was all along. Jesus knew what tree Zacchaeus was going to be in all along. He knew that the place was going to be right there at that time. Zacchaeus didn't even know Jesus and knew where he was. But it said that when Jesus came to that place, he stopped. And he looked up. I mean, this is a crowd all around Jesus. He probably passed tree after tree after tree. But it said when he got to the place, what is the place in your life? What is the place that you need Jesus to stop and look up? It's, it's when we have faith enough to go ahead, to look at ourselves a little different, to pursue God, and, has, and there's no other option but for God with the faith. Our faith is attractive to God. It's his faith got him there. Zacchaeus, you wanted to come see me, and I see that faith that you had. Zacchaeus, I knew the title you had, but you still climbed. Uh, Zacchaeus, I knew others hated you, but guess what? You still climbed. Zacchaeus, I knew you had a past and you had lacks, but you still climbed. Zacchaeus, I knew you wanted to see me, but now that you wanted to see me, and now that I noticed your faith, now be what you wanted to come see, come down and experience. Zacchaeus wanted to just put his eyes on Jesus. But by Zacchaeus' faith, now Jesus said, hey, you wanted to see, but I, hey, more than see, come experience. Come down from that tree and experience what you came to see. We, we diminish our blessing sometimes. All I want is to see, but God is saying, I just want you to experience. I'm coming to your house today. Zacchaeus, you better clean your house. You better, you're rich, better call the, hey, you tidying up. Jesus is coming. What you came to see, come down and climb and experience. I'm coming to your house today. When you think your plan was to see, God's plan was to blow your mind to, for you to experience him. Seeing him and experience him is two different things. Seeing him is like, that's nice. Experiencing him is like, I'm forever changed. You got to have a perspective that is different, that now, that, that now I come to experience what I came to see. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9 says, The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord established his steps. Your plan was to see. God's plan was to experience the fullness of God. 
See, some of you came just to see Axios Church. But God is here to have an experience with you. He said, far too long you've been just holding yourself back. You've been looking at what you don't have or you look at what you did in the past and you're not moving forward in what I called you to do. You thought you came to see? I'm here to, I want you to experience me in the fullness of my salvation. As I close. But here's where the crossroads of Zacchaeus' life is. It's a great story. He experienced Jesus. But here's the reality. This is the reality check for Zacchaeus. Hey, reality check, Zacchaeus. You're coming down from the tree, but there is still a crowd. Zacchaeus, you're coming down from the tree, but there's still people in that crowd that hate you. And they came to experience Jesus too. But you... The hated person, you, the one that we neglect, you, the one that that nobody likes, now you're having experience with God? Here's the thing. Even though Jesus came, he still had to deal with his past. If I was that kid, I'll stay in the tree. That's good, God. Throw Throw some spirit up here. Because I know the people that are around you. They hate me. (laughs) They don't like me. Matter of fact, I got some of their money in my pocket right now. (laughs) You have to deal with the issues that you climbed up with. And when you deal with it, God said, you don't have to be perfect, but guess what? Now that you're dealing with it, I'm coming to your house. I'm coming to your house. Luke chapter 19, verse 6 says, And he hurried down and came and received him with joy, uh, joyfully. And when he saw it, and, and when they saw it, they grumbled. Zacchaeus, the short man. He has gone into be a guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord. The half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone or anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, today, salvation has come to this house. Since he has also, he was also in the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek, to save the lost. He walked past the crowd that was talking about him. He didn't fall back to his past. He didn't listen to the whispers. He said he came down joyfully and walked with Jesus with the haters in the back. They might not understand your blessing, but keep walking, honey. They might not want you to be blessed, but keep walking. You, they might talk about you, but keep walking. Haters towards the back, blessings towards the front, because when Jesus intercepts my life, everything changes. Doesn't matter about my past, he's making all things new. Doesn't matter about my reputation, he gives me a new identity. It doesn't matter if the things, I, what I can't earn, you can't earn grace, it's freely given. Just walk with Jesus. What happens to Zacchaeus? When he experienced Jesus, 
gave it up. What was his identity? Money. He picks up a new identity, child of God, salvation. Salvation. Salvation is coming to your house today. Would you come down and experience him today? Would you come down from your pride and experience him today? Would you come down from your, from your issues and experience him today? Because he's here calling you down and saying, I'm coming to your house today. Salvation's coming to your house. Whatever you brought in today, leave it here. I'm coming to your house. I'm not only coming for you to just see me. I'm coming personally to you. You thought it was a moment that you were coming just to experience church, but here's the experience of God that is all loving, that is all full of grace, that is full of joy, that is full of hope, and is all knowing and all loving and all full of everything that you ever need. Life is going to hit. It's going to mark you. But when God intercepts your life, something happens. Don't hesitate. Climb down and experience the fullness of God. What did you come into today that you need to go ahead and do? What in your life you need to have a different perspective and look a little higher about it? What you need to climb down past your reputation to experience Jesus? He's here today. Would you accept him? Would you take him home with you? Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.